vision that I have held for almost 30 years now that trading is a place where you can just get more money than you can in any other business and it's just as easy as going up to the ATM machine and getting your money out. Only the amounts are what just dependent on how much money you have in your account. Welcome to the Trading Stars Podcast, your inside source for the latest cutting-edge strategies, unique breakthroughs, and insights from real trading entrepreneurs who earn their income from trading the markets. Improve your trading, reprogram your mind for success in trading, and improve your life. Now, here's your host, Scott Schubert. Before we get started, remember that trading is risky and you could lose all your investment. This podcast is for educational purposes only and not intended to be trading, tax, or investment advice of any kind. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and in fact I will disclose one fact that should be obvious, and that is that it takes many months or more likely years to develop the skill of trading with consistent profit, and therefore it should be common sense that during that time, you would likely lose multiple accounts while learning to trade. Is it possible to learn to trade without losing? Of course not. How would that be possible? So make use of demo accounts and when you're ready to invest real money, understand you will probably need to fund your account multiple times over a long period of time to learn to trade if you ever do learn to trade. One person was listening to one of our guests and asked me if I have a certified account statement to prove the amount the person is making. So first of all, I don't make any claim about how much money any of our guests are making. If you hear them mention an amount, consider first of all that it's probably not typical results and you would need to know the person personally to ask them to see their account statement. So these results are not typical and typical results are to lose all or most of your capital invested. As with any business, very few people ever choose to do what is needed to succeed. For more information on the strategies and methods mentioned in this episode, go to www.tradingmastermind.com. So how long have you been trading then? Well, you know, more towards the full-time idea would be about uh, 1999 is when I kind of started with that. So I don't know what's that like a couple of decades, almost like 18 years or something like that. I started uh, looking at trading um, when I was in Montreal, where I'm originally from, uh, when I was in my 20s. Oh. I took my first courses at that time, and then I put it aside for quite a while and then picked it up again around 1999. But you were trading stocks? That was an interesting journey because like eventually uh, learning different things and you know trying to tune into what would be the best thing to trade and trying different accounts and all that kind of stuff, I had some interesting experiences that led me to the S&P 500 futures contract. And I felt like that is what I'm going to trade for, I'm going to focus on. And somewhere in the back of my mind, I knew that later in the future, I would heavily get into Forex. And um, that's where the S&P 500 thing would eventually lead me. That was an intuition I had. 
I was always told intuitively from the first time that I got intuition about trading as a good path to go on for me and why and so on, um, that you can make more money from that than you can from anything else in the world. That's just what I was told intuitively, but I call it by whatever, you know, I say the unseen friends or whatever, divine being, but it just seems like it's not my normal everyday consciousness. I wouldn't know that kind of information. And you, ha you start having a dialogue with that and then um, testing it and working through some of the issues with that type of communication, internal, inner communication. Interesting. Uh, it's I mean, we first heard about it too i was just like i was thinking about it and i thought hmm that seems like the kind of thing that people who are on the spiritual or esoteric path that would learn this like an esoteric science and then they would be able to use it to create the kind of life that they need with their own personal sadhana or their practice of what they need to do and then they could extract money out of the market and do what they need to do and that that would be, you know, the thing that would help a lot of people. You know, it's an unusual type of personalities that are are attracted to it for different reasons. Yeah, it's funny. In the group this morning, I was looking up thin air because you had mentioned it. <laughs> and it suddenly started to seem really magical because I like, you know, the invisible and pulling something out of the invisible. And I'm like, well, that's what it's like. That's, you know, even just sitting in the platinum trading group it's like i just listen to you guys talking or you you know and uh, it's not like i'm not listening i'm listening from another place and then sometimes i'll get interested and i'll be like oh okay the, the great british pound australians and i'm like oh i like that i'm gonna focus on that and then it moves me towards taking a trade and for nine weeks and i'm just like there's like an abundance of trades and i don't even necessarily know everything of what I'm doing or what's happening, but I know what I'm listening to and I'm picking out the detail of what to get into and then just working with different, um, you know, learning strategies to stay in the trades or choose, you know, which trades not to go in or what position size to put on or things like that. But it's been an interesting process being in the group because it's like having someone there who's just talking steadily about, exactly what you're interested in, you know, like what's the next trade. And, um, and then my process of like how I'm listening to that, how I'm picking out what I'm actually going to put on at the same time, of course, learning the patterns and stuff, uh, I guess. But I mean, the thing with, with taking a trading account, you know, and you look at it and you've got, this is my account. This is how much money I have in it. And you evaluate what are the, you know, what are the possibilities? Like what could happen? theoretically, you know, if you can only put on so many lots or so many contracts in futures or whatever, then that's your limitation. And you think, well, yeah, but if I make this much money, then I can increase my lots, I can increase my, and you can expand everything. And he goes, so if you get the right information consistently, um, how, and you apply it, uh, so that's been an interesting thing, because there's two, when I listen to the Platinum Trading Group, I'm like, listening to what you guys are mostly talking about technical analysis, I guess you could call it. And then sometimes people go, Oh, I put on this trade. I'm in this trade. And I always perk up at those things. Cause that's like, that's where it's really happening. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, you mentioned something interesting today in the amount of time you've been here. You've never had a a losing month. Is that what you're saying? Or a losing week. I, I go by the weeks. So because I'm because I just at the end of the week, because you know how it goes up and down, you know, you're you, you start Monday morning and you're like, yeah, I made like a bunch of money, a bunch of pips overnight on Sunday night. You know, something I held over the weekend, the week starts off, you know, $700 a head or whatever. And you're like, well, I don't know if I should trade anymore this week, <laughs> you know, like, but the whole week's in front of me. So then, then you lose it, then you get it back. And it's always a, it's always a flow through the week to be, to be consistent is like to not be afraid to trade when you have a profit, you know, at the, that, it, like, so I think making money is sometimes more scary and more emotionally challenging than than not so i just keep going going forward and then at the end of the week i look and i'm like well it's been nine weeks every week i have a profit and there's some spectacular trades in there too wow like like um meaning the things that i'm you know learning i i'm still thinking i need maybe like another six to nine months in the group before it all gels really well and um so i'm you know doing a lot of experiments and trying a lot of things out like sometimes i'll put on like really tiny crazy positions because i want to try something and then i'll be like oh that was too small you know that was no fun like that didn't that's not gonna get you through what you need to learn because it's emotional learning and technical learning and they have to they have they have to go together you know like you could be super, super good technically. Like, like um, I think one guy who works at Elliott Wave, he says he's a super technician, but he can't trade. The guy who works for the Elliott Wave. Yeah, I think it was him mentioning that in one of his newsletters one time that he doesn't really trade himself, but he's Weird. a fantastic. What's that? I know. That's exactly what I was thinking when I, I used to get their uh, uh, reports and so forth. There's one guy named... Martin or something. I mean, he's currency specialist for Elliott Wave, but then he has all these charts. They have all these numbers on them, but you can tell he's not trading it. Yeah, I don't know how you can tell that, but he even at one time one of the guys said it. Like it was you know quite some time ago when I was subscribed to that, but and and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I think that it just shows that. What it takes to trade is the synthesis of the emotional and the, um, the you know, call it the technical. Yeah, it is kind of a rare, a rare thing for people to have all those things together. But I really think that it's, um, I call it emotional, but um, there's a book um, called, uh, I think it's called Money and Your Brain, and then something about, by uh, Jason Zwig, Z-W-E-I-G. He's a financial journalist. Mm. And it's just a full set of scientific research on uh, how people make decisions with money, what happens to their brain. And as I recall, the, the, whole, the thesis of the whole book is that when people make um, financial decisions, they, their brain works more like when they're like hunting and surviving than it does, you know, in the old days, like when that was what life was like, you know, you even around here in Montreal, I read some historical books, like you just walk out and you could get hunted by Indians or something, you know, like, 
if you would, it was dangerous, like just to step outside the door, like survival brain kicks in when we start um, thinking about money. And that's what all these uh, experiments were showing. Like, and then he was discussing, you know, why do you, when you get to investing or picking stocks or whatever it is that people do with their money, why do they always make these weird decisions and why do they do things and then say, why did I do that? I don't understand why I did that. Why did I sell just when it was, you know, the wrong time? You know, why did I buy right at that perfectly exactly wrong time? <laughs> and he goes, cause your brain isn't functioning in a logical manner. It's functioning in a primal emotional survival, which I thought then that's the part of my brain that is going to have to help me trade. Yeah, that is, that's a, a really good insight. And uh, I, I've experienced that myself. I've seen it in so many people. Uh, very interesting. So uh, tell me more about your, your own journey in personal development. You, you mentioned that you had done some consulting professionally and so forth. Was it? Yeah, I still do that. Um, I think I'm kind of at the top of my game, but um, in that regard, um, and I've been doing that for for a long time, for for decades, and um, I would say it's mostly focused on success coaching. Like what I'll do is people will just they're interested in you know doing better at something. Like usually people want to make more money or they want to uh, get a job that might be or they want to do better in the relationship but people usually have something of goals that they want to do better at and um, I've always uh, worked and studied in that field of uh, of that and had some opportunities to to write some books and put together some some products that people bought all over the world and then they started writing me back this was about gosh like when was that 2004 to 2008 especially there was like every day people were like buying my books and you know doing teleseminars and, and all that kind of stuff it was kind of like the the hot time for that and um and, and then they started writing me like people just were writing me almost every day about how fantastic results they were getting using my methods or because they did a session with me or, and it was very consistent, all different type of people from all different walks of life. And I would have stopped doing it if it wasn't for that. Cause I didn't really, I was just into that stuff myself. And then I published some things and I shared some things because I was working with someone else at the time. And I was like presenting his materials and, um, it just turned into something where I could see that that I have something of a gift for doing that, and then I had a lot of experience, and those two things eventually um, kind of added up. I can now, at this point, I can pretty much just start a conversation with somebody about their goals and get get going, you know, with them in that sort of a structure. Like, oh, is it all right if if we talk about, you know, if they don't come to me first, you know, I'll even just for entertainment, I'll do it at a party or something, you know, like, so what are your goals? And, and right away you can see what's stopping them. Are you using any particular um, type of practitioner therapy or NLP or Ericksonian? It's the, it's the Alpreslian method. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> that's my last name, El Preslian. <laughs> oh, so that's how you say that. I thought yeah. that was like a Eastern European name or something. You know, that's a funny name. I've never heard anyone else have that name. My mom is uh, Polish and my dad's American, but uh, that name is, um, that's an incredible name. Hmm. <laughs> so, so at this point, it's, I just call it like the El Preslian system, you know, what I use. But I'll draw on a number of things um, that I like to draw on. But, um, and there is like a, you know, like a, something I call life transformation system A to Z that, that I wrote a book on that. And it's a, it's like a how to course that people study. But for my private consulting, it's really just conversation. Like we just start talking and it goes so fast into very, very exactly and precisely uh, making changes for that person. Cause I don't like, all this stuff where people sell you the idea of personal development and you're like, well, let's get to it. I want to know what I can do or what's blocking me or in my personal where I'm at right now. That's always been something that's made me pissed off. You know, <laughs> I get angry when I'm like, let's get to it. Like I have a life. It's my personal specific exact issue or problem or thing goal that I'm working on that I haven't been able to achieve yet or like I know what it feels like to have that and I want somebody to just help me right now instead of like wade through your materials and so so I guess I, because of that I turned out to be somebody who you can talk to me and I have a lot of confidence that it's going to take probably less than half an hour and we're going to be on it you know and you'll be feeling like Oh, this is really good. This is really helping me. This is really like he really understands what's happening. He's already telling me things that you know hours with other people didn't didn't have the same. One person told me that they spent two years with a psychologist in therapy and a one-hour destiny card reading with me um, gave them more help than two years in psychotherapy. Uh, yeah, wouldn't be surprised because psychotherapy doesn't work. But but just that impression that the person feels like they're getting helped instead of having to sit there listen to you tell them something that may not even be tuned into what it is their specific thing. It makes it kind of fun in the platinum group because I like can hear I hear all kinds of stuff in people what they're saying you know about oh yeah that's my blockage you know like I'm like. Yeah, and you saying it is also your blog. <laughs> like I've learned, I've improved a lot in my own thinking being in the platinum group because of just the feedback from just what other people are just naturally saying as they're commenting and discussing, you know, how their trading's going. And I hear people say stuff like that, like repeatedly, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's my problem or that's my blockage. And that's cool, but I'm going like, then they'll say it again the next week, you know? And I'll be like, well, if you know that that's your problem and that's your blockage, then how come it just remains your problem and your blockage and you keep talking about it? Wouldn't that be the thing that you really want to not do anymore? You know what I mean? Like if the person's able to type it out on the chat and go, and I can read it, you know, and I know what their name is and they're telling me like three weeks in a row, four weeks in a row. I'm like, that person is still has the same blocking, but they don't seem to care. They seem well, to be. It seems like everybody 
has blockages, but they're unconscious. They don't know how to get rid of them because they're, they don't know the method. How can you get rid of an unconscious blockage? Cause it's unconscious. Well, that's what's so cool about being in a platinum group, among other things, because I'm getting this feedback of other people and what they're going through. And of course, I'll say whatever I can say. And, and oh, sorry, I'm just going to um, put that on mute. It's, it's um, like, it just makes me think about myself. I go, how am I doing that? You, you have some particular method that you use to get rid of the the blockage well like i'm saying like if you can hear yourself saying your blockage you know what it is yeah so but but then it's even more they're in the platinum group and they're writing it out in the chat so that's another good step like that's a really good step they're writing out this is my blockage you know like i always get out of a trade too soon so we could say like, oh, well, you need to do EFT on that or you need to do this technique. And the problem is, is that the reason that I have that blockage or they have that blockage is because of a reason, right? But there's going to be like a subconscious reason. So you could tell them like, oh, I hear that's your blockage. Your blockage is that you get out of a trade too soon. You always do that. And then you go. So do you really always do that? What about the trades where you don't always do that? And you know, you can start, but for the person to do it for themselves, the only thing that they have to go by is if they could hear themselves saying it or in their head, they could hear themselves thinking it. Uh, if the person's like talking to me, I'll, it's easy. I'll be like, oh, hi, what's your name? Oh, my name's Scott. Okay, Scott, so how, you're a great trader and you've been doing it for a long time and what are your goals? Oh, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. Great, do you wanna, do you want to see results like in the next couple of weeks, your trading is going to improve just by talking to me a few times? Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. But we're going to have to like see proven results. So your trading is going to have to change and you're going to have to come back to me and go, my trading changed for the better significantly because of our conversations. And you're going to have to know why that happened. Is that okay with you? And, you know, we'd have something like that to set it up. Right. You know what I mean? Like we'd have to bring it up into the consciousness. Once that frame is there, then it can switch from just the person reporting their blockages to actually doing something about it because of the feedback. But if it's not, if their person's not doing it with me and they're just doing it with themselves, then they still need to get the feedback. So they would have to write it out or they would have to be really good with mental focus so that they could hold that hear themselves say it and then like repeat it over and over again. I always get out of a trades too soon. I always get out of a trades too soon. And then they'd have to have another part of their consciousness be listening to that. That's not very easy, really. It's, it's all about feedback. Like you got to keep having the feedback. These things pop up and, and that's, uh, that's fascinating. I'm sure that you hear it for years, right? You've been doing this platinum group for years, it seems to me. And people would constantly probably be telling you, in the in the room in the platinum group room what their blockage and what their problem with trading is like just constantly yeah but what people people have uh unconscious beliefs that were programmed when they're young and it takes some work for you to really discover the core belief that's causing some of your problems but it, it most of it goes back to something where 
when you're really young, you took on this belief that I'm not worthy. I'm afraid of being punished. Um, the, uh, like the universe is an unfriendly place. And it, when you change that belief and you change to believe, Oh, the universe is a wonderful place. And, but you could talk about it or discover it, but unconsciously the, the, the belief is still there until you do something to, to change. And it seems like it's kind of an energetic thing and you got to do some kind of, um, there's different ways that I found that people use to change a belief. And uh, yeah, I was just wondering what kind of a method that you use to, to change the belief. Well, I've had girlfriends accuse me of using trading as my, you know, technique for doing that because trading gives you the feedback. Like you're like, go and have meditations and inner dialogues and do whatever I'm doing to change my inner beliefs, right? Because you could see it reflected in the trading in those patterns that come up like, oh, you know, whatever they are, right? And, but then the, what do they call it? The acid test is when you see your trading change. And because it's triggering that primal brain, I think, and that book I mentioned, you know, kind of corroborates my theory about your primal emotional brain is what's doing the trading, either badly or good, uh, for whatever beliefs or whatever reasons it's doing, allowing that to happen, because it's survival. So if it thinks that it's good for your survival to make a lot of money trading, then you're gonna make a lot of money trading. Uh, yeah, like say if you get out of a trade too soon, you know, the reason is something having to do with fear and then uncertainty as to like you don't really trust what you already know. And then another another thing though is that the tricky part is that the, the unconscious mind may may believe that it's not right to make money and then you grow up and you get wisdom, you learn how to do things. And you don't believe that anymore consciously, but the unconscious mind is trying to stop you from making money if you if it if you believe that it's not right and things like that. Yeah. The, the number one thing that I would tell to somebody if I only had like you know a short period of time and that was the only time I was going to talk to them, and and I wanted to help them as much as I could in the modern Western world that we're in right now uh, regarding how to trade better you know how to work on some of these things i would say develop a rapport with your subconscious mind um, and i would say that you probably don't have a very good one right now because most of us don't like we think that our ego consciousness is everything and like this is who i am you know like anything you i say with i Right. No, I don't, it's not some psychological definition of ego. It's just your identification. Like, who are you? Are you married? What are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm this and I'm that. And I'm, 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 I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm going to get off the call now. I, I got five more minutes. Whatever I, 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 that's a focus of consciousness. And that is not the subconscious. The subconscious would certainly be, is just another theoretical concept to describe another aspect of self or whatever words and language. But the experience of it is that people don't have a very good rapport with that part of them. They go like, you know, oh, my subconscious is like preventing me from making money. So 
what rapport do they have with that? And I would say you've got to develop a rapport. It, make it into a dialogue if you need to, but like realize that your ego consciousness, my ego consciousness is limited like crazy. And the subconscious is pretty much running your life with all those beliefs and things for your own safety. It's not trying to hurt you. It's trying to keep you protected. And it could be all programmed thinking that protection means don't make money because then you'll get in trouble like grandpa did, you know, or whatever crazy ideas. But, you know, because you watch so many movies where they end up in jail after they get all the money or something, you know. And it's just in your subconscious has got the wrong idea and you got to talk to it. But people won't talk to it because they think that I'm in charge. I'm the boss. I'm the only one who exists. And it's frightening to think of the loss of control, you know, of your life. And instead of discovering that you didn't have control to begin with. When I started trading more seriously in around 1999, that was my main commitment. I, I said to myself, I, I assessed the overall situation, you know, like, what's this all about? And I went, this is totally stuff that's going to be mostly in the, in the realm of my subconscious mind. There is very little that I'm consciously going to be involved with this. Just open the account, you know, make the final decision kind of like when to get in, when to get out. Even that's not up to me. I'm just the one sitting here pressing the buttons. And, and I decided that I'm going to learn how to trade on that basis. And, and, and so, it, because this, I've, I've read lots of books about trading where they just say over, it just seems clear to me over and over again, the brightest and the best doctors and engineers and just the smartest people in the world get brought to their knees by trading. Oh, yeah. Very intelligent people have a very hard time trading. Some of so the I went, very intelligent people tell me it's not possible. You know, it's just impossible. You're crazy. It's not possible to do it. Yeah, because it's just, but but when you think about it, just from the way I was told from, from the inside, from the intuition, from the beginning, they just said, it's like the fantasy that people have. It's just like an ATM machine where you can take as much money as you want. And I've held that notion all along because I went, I don't think that's not true. I think I get in the way of that a, a little or a lot at different times. But I've experienced not getting in the way of that and just going like, well, I don't need to think about it any more than that. That's why I like to show my girlfriend trading. I'm like, oh, check this out. You know, come into my office. Look at my computer. This is, this is you know, how much money I have. This is how, what, and you start explaining to a person who knows nothing about it and try and get them to understand how to make money in like 10 minutes or something. It's just like you just press the button to buy and you press the button to sell and then you have to explain about, you know, doing it in reverse. Like sometimes you open a trade by selling and, you know, what, just the basics. And that's all it is. It's a little, it's like you have to put your pin number in and then you have to put how much money you want out of the ATM. <laughs> like, like it's, I read about all those people who are smarter than me and I'm like, if they can't, if that brings them to their knees and they constantly fail to develop some sort of system or method for trading, then why am I even going to try that? I, it's got to be just maybe what I was told intuitively, just go get the money. And if you fail to get the money, then just go get the money. And if that doesn't work, then just go back and go get the money because that's all that it's about.
it's not about any of the blocks or barriers or anything. It's just simply uh, go to the store and buy some bread. And if every time you come back from the store and you tell your wife, I couldn't get the bread because there was like these guys and, you know, and, and every day you have this story about how you couldn't bring the bread home, you know, and then one day you start bringing the bread home and that's all you're supposed to do from the first place. And all those stories and all the things that happened and, I really like your course because I felt that I need, it was time in my life where I needed to um, learn the Forex. So like it was just time to switch out of S&P 500 and get into the Forex and that needed to become my main, my main thing. Right. But I felt like I didn't really understand or know the terms or the Forex. So I just found your course from like a real, you know, kind of just happened to watch a video and then, uh, and then I showed the video to my girlfriend. She goes, Oh, I'll pay for it, you know, for the first month. And I'm like, okay, sure. You know? <laughs> and, and then I started doing it and listening to what you were saying and took it seriously. And like every single thing that you said you were going to do kind of thing, like this is what it is. This is what it's going to be about. And then I would go in the platinum group or in my account and so on and start applying those things immediately in the first few days, it immediately proved to be what I thought intuitive. I thought this guy, everything he's saying is exactly aligned to what is actually going to be like, Oh, you can do this and you can do this and this is what it's going to be like. And you know what Scott's saying. And then the experience of going in the group and going, um, you know, following, learning the, the Elliott wave and things like that and applying it, I'm like, oh, that's exactly, exactly what the experience is. You can get in at the precise beginning of a trade and you can get out at the precise end of the move. I'm like, well, there it is. I did it again, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's not because it's because I just felt that there's a very, very unprecedented kind of integrity of what you're saying and what you're doing. And I just went, oh, I'm just lucky again, because I always end up running into when I need help or I need something to move me to the next level or step in my trading career, that always just shows up at the, at the right time, in the right way. And it's always amazing and spectacular. And and I think of that as you know, meeting you, you and taking the program for nine weeks now, that's my experience. Like, it's so, you know, effing amazing that um integrity because what you're saying if people listen to what you're saying i go oh i know a lot of people are going to listen to what he's saying they're going to go yeah yeah and they'll have their own thoughts about it right i'm like look i'm serious about learning what he's teaching so my thoughts are just going to be on pause i'm just going to listen to his thoughts and i'm going to apply them as best as i can each day and i started doing that and then i started to get the feedback like i was saying before because I had to test myself, like, is it working? And then I'm like, well, look at that. That's amazing. That's exactly what he said would happen. That's exactly what he said I could do, you know, or we could do or whatever. It's exactly. And that's what I thought it was going to be like when I first, you know, watched some of his original videos. I, I mean, original for me, like when I, what I was first exposed to, um, you know, like in the sales letter videos or things like that. I'm like, this guy's saying stuff that, and then he's going, and I'll show you how to do it. And I'll teach you how to do that. And I'm like, I think that's exactly what's going to happen if I could go in this course. 
And so I started telling that to my girlfriend and she's like, well, I'll pay for it. And then <laughs> I started showing her like screen captures and stuff. And the last few weeks she was here and uh, she was seeing it live, you know, and she's like, it still messes with people's mind. Like even when they see it happening in front of their very eyes, they still, well, I still have my doubts, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing because a lot of people, their minds do tune tune it out. That's why I'm constantly trying to emphasize. uh, Do do you remember that we said this yesterday? Did we say this is going to happen? And then it didn't happen. And because there have been people who've been in there and they didn't make the connection. They're just like, I didn't see any trades. Do you guys ever trade? Or and all kinds of different experiences people have. So when you're when you're seeing it and you're doing it, that means you know you're really tuned into it and it's happening. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I noticed in regards to what you're saying um, is that um, something that I thought I heard you say consistently over and over in different videos and live in the platinum group is um, that you're at a point where you mostly don't, even though obviously you are very, very well versed in many, many different types of, of technical analysis. And um, you, but you've kind of got to a place where I'll just do the Elliott wave. I think you even said it directly to me one day, like, I had said I was moving through the course from the beginning to the end. And he said, well, maybe just jump ahead to the Elliott Wave section and go through that three times, you know. And my impression at different times is that you're just saying, like, when you're making your chart, don't put any junk on it. Just look at the chart. You know, don't don't put any indicators. Don't put anything else. But even though people are with you and even though they're they like working with you and even though they – believe if you want to use that word what you're saying to keep the charts clean and stuff then they share their screen and their charts are full of stuff it's interesting i mean and then they show their stuff and and they're seeing but if they see something from it like they're using different things uh i'm paying attention to this this thing here and this thing here if it helps them i mean that's okay but i i just personally don't feel like i need those things yeah I figured if that's what he's saying and I'm here to learn from somebody who knows something that I don't know then I guess there's a modeling you know you just do whatever they're doing and you don't question it you could question it later but first you have to start doing it and experiencing it so I'm like well he's not putting it I've never really put much stuff on my charts either so I'm kind of like that works for me anyways but now I'm gonna be think of it as almost a practice like if I feel inclined to even even you guys use cci quite a bit it seems but uh, i'm i'm like i take it off of almost all my charts <laughs> i'm because i feel like but i'm trading all right with just the chart like i don't just the squiggly line is good for me i like to have a 200 day moving average that's it so it's like maybe it's a kind of thing where we find the person that matches with what we already want or something. But I'm like, I wanted, I didn't want it. I'm like, no, it doesn't need to be complicated. It just need to know when to buy and when to sell and keep doing that over and over again, profitably. Creative people. I've, I've had different musicians and different types of uh, personalities in there that did very well, but it seems like they, tend to have a developed right brain in, in some capacity because you have to have both, you know, 
left brain and right brain. A lot of times you guys are talking in there and I'm like thinking, you guys are too left brain right now. <laughs> You're just like, and then I think of it as, yeah, but that's okay. Cause everybody needs to just, you know, relax and chill out and talk to each other. But I'm like, once it gets down to it and all of you are putting on your trades, you're going to go into another brain mode. Like this isn't really helping you trade. This is helping you relax and just stay present and be there. You know what? And then you're going to trade like every so often whenever the opportunities come up. Uh, it's, it's kind of weird, but I've, I've been, exposed to and study hypnosis and NLP for now almost 10 years. And a lot of the people are practitioners and hypnotherapists and stuff, and they make their money from doing that. And I've never had any intention of working as a practitioner, but I take all these practitioner courses and stuff. And, <laughs> but I, I should try to help people, you know, I, uh, but well, it comes through in your in your work because I noticed that in some of the videos that I saw before I um, started subscribing, and I could tell, like as you mentioned it a little bit, you're in some of those videos, um, but I could tell that you were actually applying those things. And then when I started being in the platinum sessions, I could tell that you were like you embrace those things as part of your everyday life. And it, you speak them in the platinum group. So I'm like, oh, this is great. This is like every platinum group session. It's a hypnosis session. It's like trading hypnotherapy because Scott knows what he's doing. Like it's rubbed off on you and you're consciously applying stuff. And like I can just sit in platinum group and get programmed to be a good Forex trader. I never intentionally tried to do that, but maybe it's really unconscious or something. I That's amazing. Never Because it's just... No, I know that. I mean, I know I've been, you know, worked with a lot of people. So I'm like, this is premium quality, like hypnosis and programming and NLP and, you know, positive thinking, like mind programming stuff. I'm like, Scott is programming me like it's just effortless. All I just have to do is shut up and just do, just show up and shut up and listen and participate. And I'm going to get programmed to be a fantastic trader. And it's, like it's only nine weeks. And so I'm going, what's going to happen in like nine months or six months or a year from now? I can't even possibly imagine. It's like that, like you're leading me through my own, you know, blockages and stuff that I would, you know, to making like more money than I ever have before or having it be easier than it ever was before or whatever my things are. And I'm just sitting there showing up and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to do the platinum group this morning. Oh, well, one of your blocks is coming up. Well, go sit down and move through that just by sitting in the platinum group. It will just be, there's one day I, I, my eyes were so blurry. I couldn't see the screen. Hmm. And I'm like, well, you just have like someone that's trying to stop you from doing this. So the only thing I have to do is just sit down and turn on the screen and it's blurry and just, uh, just I have to work through it. And I think that week ended up being some really, really good trades on the Eurocat or something. Like just the best trades I ever made with perfect entries, perfect exits. And not only that, but then I like waited out while the, um, you know, the retracement happened. And then I got in again perfectly. And then I got the whole next piece perfectly. And it was very clear that I was blurring out and like 
my, my subconscious mind, some belief like you or something was just going like, you can't do this. Hmm. You know, like, and then I just moved through that and did these amazing trades. You were having some physical problem with your, your sight? That day. Huh. And it took me a couple of weeks to, to sort of, uh, it took me about five or six days to, um, and I adjusted my monitor and I, like I did outer physical things, but I knew it's an inner blockage. And it's at that point where like, if some part of myself is desperate to keep me from making more money or learning how to do these fantastic trades that Scott's talking about, it will use any tactic necessary, including simple things that the subconscious mind is perfectly capable of doing. Like, well, it seems that visual is very much part of what this is all about, you know, and a lot of the language that, I heard you using a lot was about, you know, visual, like seeing the market and, you know, just a lot of visual language. Right. And so I, I even tried blaming it on you. You know, I'm like, well, he's just like, he's just talking so much about all that. And maybe he doesn't even know what he's, what kind of programming he's doing. And he's like overemphasizing on the visual. And now it's like blowing out my eyes, you know, and I'm like, well, <laughs> that's the funny. I have the funny. I have never consciously tried to do anything as manipulative or, or hypnosis or anything. While I'm in the that's house. incredible. You're damn good at it, and and because because you're good at it. I say because all I have to do is just listen to it, and um, like I'm trying to honestly say, my blockages come up, and some of them are quite serious. Like I, I my head could be spinning, like literally. Like, so that I feel like, no, I just can't, can't sit in front of the screen right now because my head just doesn't, you know, or that particular day or two where my eyes, I mean, I look at the screen and it's normally sharp and clear and it was so blurry, I couldn't see it. That's you weird. Think, hey, you think, it's not weird though for me. You think, oh, brain damage, you know, my age, here, it's finally hitting, you know? <laughs> but I'm going like, no, it's probably resistance to making money doing this it's probably something like that and then I worked through it and then all of a sudden the screen's clearer than ever and I'm seeing just great and in fact in life I'm seeing better you know because um, I I just stopped doing that wow yeah but very it can be very heavy duty because this is about survival even if it's not about survival even if somebody has millions of dollars and they're just trading for fun in a little tiny account it's still going to be about survival because that's what trading triggers interesting i mean i still have a lot of uh blockages my i'm still working on and energy blockages and subconscious things and stuff I, I'm still constantly working on it but uh, well the, the thing that I'm interested about between you and me uh, that I just sort of like a little thing that I think about once in a while the more I've had a little more experience of listening to you and something like well the holy grail for me is just simply like we use the market as that personal ATM machine which means the only limitation is how many contracts can you put on and, you know, do you feel like getting in front of the screen right now? But that's not even much, much of a limitation because um, there's so many opportunities throughout the week. You can, you know, put stuff on and come back later type of thing. But um, I'm interested in improving the trading so much that there's a, a sense of just 
certain knowing, like, which I already have gotten that with the S&P 500 and I'm seeing that starting to click in with the Forex. I'm like, I just know I'm going to make money. It doesn't matter what happens. Like just today there was, um, overnight there was Great British Pound Australian, no, Great British Pound Japanese, the the Great British Pound Yen. And I sold it last night because I thought it was going to do like a, a wave five down or something like that. And and I um, before you went to bed, before I went to bed, so I got stopped out. And I woke up this morning and I was like, you know, that pretty much wiped out my week of profits on Euro UST. And and then I just immediately looked at it and I went, oh, you just got in a little bit too early. I doubled my position size um, last night. All this happened last night, so I didn't go to bed. I put on the trade like in the afternoon or something. I can't remember exactly. I know I got stopped out by the night. And then before I went to bed, I just went in double size short again, woke up this morning and, and made a bunch of pips and profits, you know, <laughs> you can't do that. If you don't feel confident that just like, yeah, it's all going to work out at the end of the week, I'm going to see a positive result because trading has got all these things that happen. So what I'm interested in is like, well, maybe we can do some things even more than that would make changes for each of us in our personal situations of trading where it's just really is the vision that I've held for almost 30 years now that trading is a place where you can just get more money than you can in any other business. And it's just as easy as going up to the ATM machine and getting your money out. Only the amounts are what just dependent on how much money you have in your account. I mean, obviously you can't put on five, you can't put on a hundred lots with a $10,000 account, you know, but but if you feel like whatever account size you have, you're just going to go and make as much money as you can with it without worrying about it. It's just going to take me some time and it's going to be like, it's, but it's going to happen because I have an account yeah. and, and everything else is gone. Like there's no more improvement or anything. There's just like, I'm just getting as much money as I can. You're, course already represents that idea because you're showing in a lot of the training materials that there is no more money that you can make from a trade if you get in at the right time and you get out at the right time there is no more that can be made i i try to try to emphasize that a lot so that people will look and say is that true uh, and can you look at the chart and say that's true right do you understand that's true but people will still think oh, I need to try this other system and all these different tools and stuff instead of just seeing that, you know, when you read the market, that's there's only a one place you could get in that would give you the maximum amount of profit, and there's one way to do it. I mean, but I still think you got to have some other complicated thing. Yeah, and, and so I that fully aligned, that idea that you represent there so, so frequently and so clearly and so well, um, which I've tested and which works perfectly, and there is no way to make more money than that because that aligns perfectly with what I originally intended and what I've observed all along trading. You know, many, 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 many hours of trading live accounts that there is just only so much you can make on any given trade. It starts in a certain place, it ends in a certain place, and if I could get the whole piece, then there's no more to be made. Then move on to the next. Most people can't even conceive that, that that's possible. A lot of people just don't 
can't grasp that. And yet they'll say things like, I got out too soon, <laughs> which means it, which implies that they know there was something more that they could have bought, or I always get in too late, or I missed it. You know, so they do know, but they don't, like you say, they don't believe it. They're not convinced that it's true for them because they haven't done it yet instead of, well, it's true about the market and I'm not able to do it yet, but I can and I can learn that and I want that and that's my goal is like, I want to get in and then I want to get out and then I want to see where to get in again and then I want to get out and I want to get the whole piece, you know, I want the whole thing. That's my vision. And on that journey, sure, I'll mess it up lots of times, but I'm starting to see in the Platinum Group that my long-term vision of doing that is actually coming true. And I'm very satisfied with that. It's a really ultimate, ultimate lifetime goal. Like I feel like I could die and go to heaven and I'd be like, that's something I've worked on my whole life in trading. Well, my adult life to, to do perfect trades like that. I don't know why I've been compelled to do that, but getting into the platinum group and having that experience already. I'm like, this is just the beginning of being in the platinum group as far as I'm concerned. And I'm expecting that will just happen more and more because that's what I want. Like, like there was a Eurocad trade good selling and we got, I got in at the top, top perfect precision point of the move because of the, what you were saying, not because of me. I didn't even know. I'm like right here. Uh, okay. Here we go. And then, you know, later you're looking, oh, that was perfect. And then where do I get out? And I was able to talk to you and other people in the group. Like, I'm really scared. Like, I don't know. I've made a lot of pips already and I just want to close it. You know, I, I, I can't hold this rate. And meanwhile, that dialogue and that chance to be with other people helped me not close it. Yeah. And I, and I just devised this, you know, idea in myself that I was going to play a game for a week or two with my account that I was just going to hold stuff for no other reason than that I probably wasn't holding stuff long enough. And you guys are talking about, oh, but you could get, you know, I'm like, well, how many pips can you get in Forex, you know? And I was just really opening up to all that. And then somehow it ended up that I got out at exactly the place where it was over. And then you know, it was doing like a sideways or correction for a while. And then I got back in and just the whole thing was like my dream come true of how I always imagined trading would be if you knew exactly where to get in and where to get out. And then you could wait until it was time to do it again. And then you could do it again and you just keep doing that. And that's your life of trading. Exactly. And nothing else needs to happen. Just that's what I want to do. So I'm actually doing that in the group and I assessed when you were describing like the outlook for someone taking the training that they sh it could probably take like six months or nine months or even a year or two and that would be fine because it's worth it Yeah. It, to invest a year or two learning something like that to be able to do something like that. That's not a lot of time or money of what it would cost. You know, it would compare it to anything else in the world is pretty, yeah, pretty so, valuable skill to have. Yeah. And yet, as you also have said, it's esoteric. I don't know if that's the word you used, but like tr good trading and that type of trading is supposedly impossible. 
It supposedly doesn't exist. It supposedly is like a fantasy, but I'm doing that kind of trading in your group. So I'm still a bit messed up about why other people say it's impossible, but I'm doing it. Like that is actually causing me to have some problems, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, wait a minute. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And social problems. Cause you, you want to tell people in your life that are important to you that I'm doing this, you know, this is happening. And they're like, Oh yeah, you've always been working on that, you know? And like, no, it's like actually happening. Like look at the charts and then they look at the charts and it doesn't make any sense to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was something that I worked out so far as like how to, you know, cause I'd be like, Oh, I just made like, I think on one trade I made 300 pips or something with, with the platinum group. And I, but I don't know if that's good or not, you know, <laughs> like, and then I'm thinking like, yeah, but what was my position size? And, you know, then that, and that's something I've been working on is, um, position size. Like I think, um, uh, th- there's something that I call pressure, which is really important term for me in trading. It's like, I could perfectly do a trade at 0.1, but then when I go up to like one, you know, lot, then it's a different pressure and I might behave and perform differently. Mm. So I try experiments as I'm learning the numbers and learning, you know, like how much money do I make if I do this size and you know, then I feel less pressure and then I can hold it longer and I'll make just as much money as if I do like a larger size and I chicken out, you know, like I'm still learning all that kind of stuff, but something's going right that I always end up ahead every week. Yeah. I'm still learning things like, Oh, I like this great British pound JPY because it's for some reason that I don't understand yet and may never, it seems like it makes more pips. Yeah, in in the old days, uh, the pound yen was kind of the the king of pit movement, and things changed over time. And I think now that the pound kiwi pound kiwi is the one that usually surpasses everything. Oh, well, Amazing. that's what I was kind of tuning into this morning in the group. I'm like, oh, that one too. Like, I want which ones make the most pips? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's definitely a, a big pit mover, but yeah, that's kind of, um, the, the key is to not think about how much money you're making. And I've always emphasized, don't look into your account to see the numbers because that really distracts people. And then they're like, Oh my God, and either a lot of fear or get out and things like that. But if you just look at the shape of the charts and, as soon as the live money activates all the brain chemistry is different all the emotions are different all the decisions are different and so some people like i told you a story i I wrote that to you yesterday about a guy you know who had his girlfriend come in and disrupted his trading because he just got upset from one thing that she said so i thought like that kind of stuff is good training to help me with because live money will upset you like you'll get all freaked out and you know, um, I've had like incredible emotional, you know, things that just bothered me for years. And I'm like, why do I keep doing that? You know, in trading live money, because the live money like hooks you in, you know, it's, um, it's not the same as, as demo. 
I could see that I, it's possible that I became involved in personal development just so that it could help me with my trading and to deal with other people who are relating to me trading. Yeah, that, it's like there's a reason for the, for the whole path and the synchronicity and everything. It could be leading you to your ultimate destination. Yeah, but I just want to say like just maybe in wrapping up or whatever, but I just want to say that it's been a great gift that I received from from you just being who you are because you're saying you weren't even doing it on purpose. But um, like to get me to the place where I've had the experience multiple times in the last nine weeks, almost from the beginning of doing the kind of trading that I've always held as my goal, like my vision. Um, you know, we, we hold our vision and then we perform less than the vision until we get to the point where the vision is manifested in reality. I don't know if you, if you understand what I mean, but that's the entire focus of my entire personal development that I teach other people. And that's what I do for myself. It's like you hold the vision until it comes true. So in the last nine weeks in the platinum trading group, a long-term vision of how I wanted to trade has fallen into place. And now I'm adjusting my entire life and it's going to see how that works out. Um, so to make a business out of it or, or what, where is this leading or what's happening now that I've achieved this long-term vision? Uh, Cause I, it's so shocking and so stunning when that happens after such a long time. And it's been so important to me. I don't even know if it's about the money. I don't even know if it is about starting a business in Forex or something. It might be about something else because personally for me, it's just been a vision that I've held for a long time and to do those type of trades, that's it. Just to be able to trade like that. I don't know how to explain it other than to say like when you hold a goal for a long time, which I've done on many things in many areas and it finally comes true, there's a lot of, feelings and experiences of like wow like now everything's different because i made it and my goal with trading was to trade just like i've been trading you know in the last nine weeks or the last you know half of the last nine weeks or something like that i'm just stunned and shocked and it's unbelievable and sometimes i'm actually getting like physically sick and things like that because it's yeah it's like detoxifying all the things that i went through to get to this point but i'm still at this point and i'm still delighted and blissful and joyous about having achieved this this type of trading excellent yeah and and i thank you for that even though as you say you know maybe you didn't totally intend uh, to do the programming and such like that but it's just worked it was uh it's uh you know i always wish that i could have that kind of help to um because i knew that it's all subconscious and when people talk uh, logically and intellectually about trading i'm like uh that's not going to work but the way you talk about it, there's plenty of logic and intellect, but you seem to have a very solid basis and understanding about the NLP and, you know, the different, like, you, whatever you've done in your own personal development, some sort of get, comes through in your language and the way that you speak and the repetition, like you embrace the repetition, that's so necessary. So all I had to do is like, just go along with that only for a short period of time so far and and get to the point where I'm like, okay, this is really good. Now I'm going to recommit. You know, I made a 
commitment for six months to keep doing this platinum group and so on. And at this time, like, like, okay, I'm going to see where this is going to go next. But um, none of it would have happened if it wasn't for what you're offering and what you're doing and the way you're doing it. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Well, I'm, my pleasure, obviously. I, yeah. I totally enjoy it and I'm always um, feel grateful to hear people who are getting some real benefit from it. It's, a, it's one of my biggest lifetime goals and dreams to trade like that come true. Like that part's already a done deal. And that's the part that's kind of upsetting me because I'm like, well, you know, when you stop striving for something, it's kind of a freak out. It's like, now what am I going to do with my life? Like, <laughs> yeah, all this time I've been practicing and learning and working on trading live accounts with live money to just always with the same focus of being able to trade a certain way that I felt from the very first beginning account that I ever had is how trading could be. Like it's easy, it's fun, it's, it's, it's not a big deal and you can get in here, get out there. Like I saw those waves, I saw those moves and I'm like, I can see how this could be done and I'm gonna do that. And it's like decades later, like almost 20 years later, 18 years later, and I'm having that experience this year in your group by whatever synchronicity or coincidence or however that happened of I am trading the way that I always envisioned trading. And that means something to me that maybe you could understand, but no one in my intimate close life even understands at all. And that's one of the things that's freaky and upsetting and disturbing, <laughs> but I'm still achieving my goal and I don't know what I'm going to do with it now. But I know that I'm going to stay, I'm intending to stay in the group for a while and, you know, see and just keep doing it and see what happens. That's very interesting. I mean, for me, I don't think it's really necessary to to share what's going on because I know people, like if I tried to, if I met someone, I'm talking to them, that would not be something that would come up in the conversation. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I don't. I I don't ever say anything about because they don't. Then they go, "What's that? How does that work?" And it just doesn't go anywhere. So <laughs> talk about something else. I don't really have a need to share that aspect, but I'm I'm kind of used to that kind of thing, uh, that kind of life of um, not sharing all the stuff that I'm most interested in because. Oh really? Other people don't understand it, and you know when I said the word esoteric, I had, I had been in esoteric orders and studied uh, esotericism and mysticism and spirituality and all this stuff for so long that it was a principle that you're not supposed to talk. It is forbidden. Like you don't talk about what you learn in in an esoteric group or something like that because. It's forbidden. So, because without the appropriate uh, preparation and background and stuff, a, a person can't receive it. So, it's like what they call profaning something sacred. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. the same way, kind of the same way in trading. We profane something sacred, try to explain it to somebody that like, they don't get it. 
Well, it's, uh, you know, with money, the thing is, is that supposedly there's a few people in the world who have all the money and the rest of us don't have any, you know, and, and that's probably true. So there is something a bit secretive about being able to, um, I mean, didn't somebody in the group say like, oh, they found out about Scott, like, cause you weren't there one day or something. They're like, the uh, banks finally found out that he's good at trading and they took care of him, you know? Like, man, like as if <laughs> we have a lot of limiting beliefs and scariness and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we do so, believe that. And it's, maybe it is true because we are, you know, being controlled by these reptilians and, you know, they're the people in charge. Who knows who they really are? But the thing is, anybody could make as much money as the richest person if they. There's nothing, really nothing to stop them. Yeah. And, and, but then, I don't know. I just like the idea of it's a good business. It's like, to me, all business seems like every business is about ultimately about making money. People go like, oh, it's about providing a service. It's about, and you're like, yeah, if you want to do a good business, you have to think about your customers. And yeah, you're all just not saying the truth. The truth is the only reason you're doing the business because you want to make money and all that stuff is what you need to do to make money in different type of businesses. Yes, you have to treat your customers right, but this is like a pure business. This is just what business is about. It's just about getting money. That's it. So there's something about the purity of that that I really like. Yeah, that's kind of what attracted me to it too because it was like kind of a, a, a practice. Like you can, yeah, let's go extract this profit from the market today and then use it for uh, a higher purpose. If you link your, your highest value to the task, like whatever it is, like I, if I had a, a, a pest control business, you know, and then I link my highest value, that's going to uh, enable me to fulfill my mission in life. And I could go around killing rats and roaches and think that that was, yeah. you know, the ultimate thing. <laughs> <laughs> but with forex trading some people still think that you're ripping people off and the banks are got to do steals from you but i don't really see that that's true you just you're just exchanging currency and doing it in a in a way where you know you're going to profit from it nobody well, loses well, when you make a trade well what's true for me is that it seems that the main, almost everybody I know, money is extremely important to like almost every person on planet Earth. That is my impression. When I ask myself, like, what am I doing here? Why am I in this body? You know, like, what the hell is going on? You know, one of the things that is orienting is like money is really important. It's just part of every day. I don't buy you. It's just that the fact that people aren't walking around just admitting that is weird. And that's where, what most people want to know about in personal development is they want to know how they can make more money. And so that whole phenomena of just that money exists and that it's really, really important, but that people don't have all these kind of issues about it. I think that trading is like a purification practice where I'm just focusing on the money and everything else that stands in the way of me and the money just having a really 
enjoyable relationship is like a meditation. It's like my meditation. Like I'm maybe that's even being of service. I don't know, but just to not have any issues about money and just like the thing that I was told from the beginning is the, the financial markets are the place where most of the money in the world is. So if you want to get money and you want to have money, which is a human thing that we all want, then you should relate to the financial markets because that's where it is. That, that just seems like a, a meditation on something that is of value and importance to humans at this time on earth. So just clean up my act on that, you know, just, go there and get accounts and get them funded and get the money and have that all worked out. That is a really good thing to do. Yeah. I mean, how else could you really accomplish anything in life? If you had a great vision to do something, you got to have money. It's like, you got to have yeah, it. And I was always told that's the place to go get it and to keep getting it because whatever vision you have isn't just going to need funding. It's going to need refunding and it's constant. You're always paying for stuff and buying things if you're having a flourishing life. So you need more and more income all the time. And I was just always told internally, you know, meditatively and stuff, um, the place where the money is, is where you should go get the money. Because everyone, when you study personal development for manifesting what you want. It's always just one thing as far as I'm concerned. Form an intention and hold it until it comes true. For more information on the strategies and methods mentioned in this episode, go to www.tradingmastermind.com. 